Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Happy Friday. We made it to the end of the week, everyone. Happy Friday. Um, TGIF, let me know what your plans are for the weekend so I can live vicariously through your much more interesting lives. Streams are a little bit slow to start up. It is a Friday. So uh, let's just, Mr. Producer, let's just make sure that that text message got out. I know we've been having a little difficulties with the text messages. We have tech working on it, but Mr. Producer, let's make sure that those text messages got out um, so people know that we're live. But we are live, and the and the title of the podcast date, Liberty or Death, Liberty or Death, that old saying from the Revolutionary War, give me liberty or give me death, it, it feels truer than ever right now. And it's kind of like New Hampshire's state motto, live free or die. That's what it feels like these days. And the question I want to ask all of you is, have we reached the point? Lots of people have different breaking points. Lots of people might say, hey, I'm, I, I'm nowhere near the breaking point. The, the, there's, the straw is nowhere near breaking the camel's back. Yeah, things are terrible, but my life's comfortable. I want to know. I want to know what, where we are at on your scale of zero being... I'm, I'm happy. I'm fine. And 10 being let's go do Patriot stuff. So call in and let me know. 888-441-1121 is our number. And if we can go ahead and put that number on the screen, that would be great. 888-441-1121. Everyone has a different point, right? Everyone has a different, a different level. Some people say 10. Some people say they're at an 11, right? I think in fairness, None of us are at 10, in fairness. I don't want to have the inner high school teacher. I've never been a teacher, but sometimes I think like one. I don't want my inner teacher, inner professor coming and saying, well, if you give them 100, is there any room for more than that? And that's why professors tend to not give hundreds because they want to leave room for perfection down the road. So uh, the, the fact that no one is out there doing Patriot stuff Suggest maybe we aren't out of 10 yet. Maybe we're somewhere in the seven, eight, nines, right? 10 is you stop what you're doing, absolutely, and you grab your rifle and you go and do Patriot stuff. I don't know if we're out of 10 yet. I mean, some days it feels like we should be there. But let me know in the comment section what your number is. And if it's 10, fine. That's fine. <laughs> but I expect you at the front of the at the front of the lines. Let me know in the comment section what number you're at, where you're at in this process. Are we there yet? Is it time? Or is the Republic still capable of being saved peacefully? Call in, let me know, 888-441-1121. So got to give a little preface to this. Jake, out of town. Greg, out of town. Joe, out. Josh, out. We got Mr. Backup, backup, backup producer, Zach, in the seat today. His first time running this solo. So everyone in the comment section say, good luck, Zach. Break a leg, Zach. And Zach, if we can put some hyphens in the phone number, <laughs> that would be great. I'm I don't have dyslexia. Thank you. I don't have dyslexia, but it's, it's starting to make me a little dizzy. <laughs> so 888-441-1121. I want to know, in, in honesty. Where are we at on your scale in terms of 1776 will, will, will rise again? Where are we at? In honesty, I think I'm probably at a 7.5, maybe an 8. Can't be a 10 because I'm not out there marching in the streets. And if you're already marching in the streets, you do you. I think I'm, I think I'm around an 8. I think around an 8. 9 you start loading your magazines, right? Nine, you start dusting off 
your body armor, right? You start actually packing up your kit. I think I'm probably at eight. Temp Texas says nine. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't doubt it. Listen, there's a lot of craziness going around. Did you hear what Joe Biden said today? I'm wearing the Hawaiian shirt because today was like day four of him not having like a, a public White House event. Yeah, he went to the baseball game, whatever. He went to Capitol Hill today because he was trying to salvage. He's trying to salvage his agenda because it's it's dying. You have Kirsten Cinema telling her closest allies, closest supporters that she's this close to just abandoning the whole agenda. She is the Democrat, obviously, from Arizona. She's She says she's this close, just walking away saying, F it, I'm done. You're not going to bully me into, into voting for things I disagree with. You, you have Manchin, West Virginia, saying that he's never been a liberal. I mean, just think about that. He is a Democrat. He ran as a Democrat. He caucuses with the Democrats. And today in response, or maybe it was yesterday, in the last 24 hours, in response to the Democrats putting pressure on him to vote for something that was just completely batshit crazy, his response was, I've never been a liberal. And if you want to pass the Green New Deal, you should probably elect more liberals. So now not only are they down one, they're down two votes. Two votes in the Senate. They're freaking out. They're freaking out. So Joe Biden is on the is in the Capitol. He's probably back taking a nap by now. But Joe Biden was at the Capitol and he was telling Democrats, and this is like a, a very close paraphrasing of what Joe Biden told them. He said, if you don't pass my agenda word for word as is, the insurrectionists win. Yeah, no, that's what he was actually telling Democrats. Pass this BS legislation, pack to the brim, $3.5 trillion, pass it. Otherwise, you are emboldening the terrorists in the Republican Party. That's actually the, the, the talking point now. You embolden the terrorists. And we went over some of the things today. We went over some of the things in the morning before Joe hopped on. We went over some of the things in that bill that are just so stupid. They're beyond stupid, right? Creating a, a, a climate change core where these are people who are going to fight climate change. And oh, by the way, we're going to pay them two times the <laughs> 200% above, sorry, the poverty line. Like, oh, we're going to give all illegal alien children free meals at school and we're going to give them free meals during the summertime. Lots of really ridiculous stuff. And listen, maybe you think that's a good idea. Fine. But can we afford it? Right? Every, all of us make sacrifices. We all make sacrifices and we say, hey, you know what? I really would love the big screen TV. Let's wait for it to go on sale. Right? Oh, let's wait for Black Friday. Maybe it'll be a better price. We all give up things that would be a splurge to try and tighten the belt and, and keep living within our means. But the government doesn't do that. Now, Democrats never do that. The, the funny thing, they're, they're claiming that $3.5 trillion bill would be would cost the American taxpayers $0. I mean, that's how much funny money we're talking. They want to pass $3.5 trillion. They're saying, oh, it's not going to cost us a cent. And we covered this in the first part of the day. They're doubling the tobacco tax. They're trying to put all these different excise taxes on things to tax the hell out of you. They want to raise the corporate tax rate a little bit, which <laughs> that's going to that's gonna kill the economy. No, it's, it's, it's insanity. And yeah, Aunt T says in the, in the DLive comment section, 400,000 immigrants expected to cross the U.S.-Mexico border in the month of October. Think about that. The record, that is double the record number that have ever come through in one month. Double. Over 400,000, that's how much they're expecting. It went from being a worst case scenario to now them saying, yeah, it's probably what it's going to be. Where are you at? I want I want you to call in. It is happy hour, so I got another one of these fine yinglings. So call in 888-441-1121. I want to know where you think we're at in this. Because I've said this from the beginning. I do not want a civil war. I don't. What, what? I mean, just because I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt doesn't mean I'm a boogaloo boy. <laughs> no, I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt because I'm trying to channel Joe Biden's endless vacation. I don't want a civil war. I have a three-year-old son about to turn four. I have an 11-month-old son. I don't want to go off and fight and die 
and leave my wife a widow and my sons to grow up not knowing their father. And of course, I don't. No one wants that. No one wants a civil war. I mean, I'm sure some people out there want it, but no one really wants it. But the question is, what happens when you push people to their breaking point? What happens when they have nothing left to lose? I mean, we're seeing it around the country. People are being fired. People are being fired from their jobs working in healthcare because they did not agree to get vaccinated. Many of these people had COVID, were on ventilators and recovered, and then went right back to work in hospitals taking care of people who were sick. A couple months ago, they were branded heroes. I mean, they were going. They were going to get. They gave these people a ticker tape parade, pretty much. They went from being heroes to all of a sudden them saying, "Well, you know what? I I don't think I need it. I had COVID. I don't need to be vaccinated against something I already had." Now they're now they're evil. Now they're selfish. Now they're radicals. Merriam-Webster dictionary changed today the definition of anti-vaxxer. They're following some of the other dictionaries. Anti-vaxxer no longer just means that you don't believe that vaccines are safe. Anti-vaxxer now also means that you oppose mandatory vaccinations. So if you've been covering the show for a long time, difference between me and Joe, I'm generally pretty pro-vaccine. I mean, I'm not pro-vaccine. I'm not like a cheerleader. But... My kids are vaccinated. I got all my shots going through schools. Right? Me and Joe fall on different sides of, of that debate. But now, according to the left, I'm an anti-vaxxer because I don't think it's right to force you to be injected by something you don't want. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> How does that work? How does that work? And, and Tempe, you said it. You're right. If a kid has chicken pox, you don't then give them the chicken pox vaccine. If a kid has measles, you don't immediately give them the measles vaccine. It's not necessary. But here we're seeing all of those basic concepts thrown out the window for corporate profits and political points. But it's just one part. I mean, if, if anyone's listening, if anyone's listening and you lost your job because of the vaccine mandate, I want to hear from you too. Call in 888-441-1121. But imagine you go to school. You go to school to become a doctor, right? You have all of this debt. You have all of this debt going to medical school. You get your job and all of a sudden they change the terms of your employment and say, oh, you got to get vaccinated. Well, you say, no, I, I don't believe in it. Now you're out of a job and no one else will hire you because then they can't bill the government. That's that's how Biden is implementing this healthcare rule. Any hospital that doesn't force their, their people to get vaccinated cannot bill through Medicaid or Medicare. So they lose a ton of money, a ton of customers. I mean, imagine racking up half a million dollars in debt to become a doctor and then becoming unemployed because you didn't want to inject something into your body, a right that you should have. I can imagine what that would feel like pushed to the edge, pushed into a corner. I mean, I could I could imagine what it feels like to feel completely hopeless that everything's just been taken away from you. I mean, we had with the pandemic, the lockdowns, they literally destroyed small businesses for no reason. Just came out this last week from the former head of the FDA, I believe, former head of the FDA. He admitted that the six feet rule for social distancing was arbitrary, made up. No one has any idea where it came from. Just arbitrary. There is a, the, the best way to overturn an unconstitutional law or regulation is to argue that it is arbitrary and capricious. Well, the six feet rule is about as arbitrary as it gets. It was just made up out of thin air. There's no science behind it. There's no particulate experiments seeing how far they fly. It was just up oh, six feet, six feet. So all of a sudden, all of the businesses where you couldn't be six feet apart had to close. It's completely arbitrary. There's no science behind six feet. Someone just made it up and they went with it. And that was an admission from the former head of the FDA under Trump. No one knows where it came from. Completely arbitrary. So if you are, if you run a small concert venue, right? You run a small concert venue, you're supposed, you're forced to close, right? You're forced to close because you're not allowed to have people in a concert. Now you look now in blue states, and in red states, but in blue states especially, they're having concerts. They're packing people in like sardines. Earlier this summer, I went and saw Jason Mraz in New Jersey um, in Asbury Park at, at the Stone Pony. 
And they pack people in there like sardines. There's no Delta variant fear. That's a blue state in a blue city. Ton of people just rubbing shoulders against each other. Right? So I don't know. How do we... I'm glad. I mean, we should have concerts, right? But the idea that you couldn't do that a year ago is absurd. It's absurd. So there's people who lost their their shirt. Businesses were taken away from them because they weren't allowed to open. And even if they did open, you can't actually do anything because you can't get around the social distancing. Now imagine that same business owner. Okay, I'm going to go get a job. Gets a job working at some kind of company, and the company says, "Oh, yep, forced to vaccinate. I don't want to vaccinate. I don't. I don't. I don't think I need to. I already had COVID. Up, oh, fired. You can, you can think, you can, you can imagine that these people are out there, right? You can imagine that there are people out there who feel when you ask them, "Are you at a zero or ten? Ten being it's time to go, kick down the door of the White House. There are people out there who have gone through so much crap." that they'd say they're out of 20 right now. And it's terrifying. It's terrifying because on the one hand, you're like, no, let's no violence. Let's try and resolve this as peacefully as possible. But on the other hand, you can sympathize. You can understand what it would feel like to have everything taken away. To have everything taken away, to have your business taken away, to have your home taken away. I mean, we've talked on the show with landlords, landlords who were forced to let tenants live in their rental properties and Biden forced them to keep doing it, even though Biden admitted that when he knew what he was doing was unconstitutional. He admitted that his, his uh, eviction moratorium was unconstitutional, but he said, I'm doing it anyway. How many landlords went bankrupt during that time? Seriously, how many landlords are now on the brink of bankruptcy still because they haven't been able to collect rent in over a year? What does it feel like to, to lose everything, to be pushed to bank, bankruptcy when you did nothing wrong? And that's what pisses me off. What pisses me off is on the one hand, Democrats say we're all radicals. We're all extremists. We're all insurrectionists. And on the other hand, they're doing everything in their power to radicalize as many people as possible by taking everything from them. I mean, what do you expect what do you expect when you take everything away from someone and all they have left is the shirt on their back and their own bodily autonomy. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, the people who've been chanting for the better part of 60 years, my body, my choice, all of a sudden that takes a backseat to stick this in your arm. Otherwise you don't get to exist in the modern economy. I'm telling you, I am surprised that no one has popped off yet. I am. And that's not me encouraging it. I am just surprised. The suicide rate has skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. In many parts of the country, there are still more suicides than COVID-19 deaths. If you want to see just how unfair, unjust the last year and a half has been, there are parts of the, uh, of the country where more people have killed themselves due to economics. And, and addiction, among other things, but largely economics. And less people have died from COVID. Again, I'm surprised no, no one's popped off yet. That's not that's not called a violence. I'm not encouraging it. I hope it never happens. I hope we can resolve this in a peaceful way that doesn't turn this country into a war zone. Because realize you got the Swalwells of the world who, when they hear civil war, they are actually saying, okay, let's drop the nukes. They're not joking. Like, oh, you want to take on the government? We have nukes. That's what's so freaking terrifying about this. We are, if it ever happens, we would be going up against a force that has already dehumanized us. I mean, it's common in war to dehumanize the enemy, right? The Japanese were Japs, right? The Germans were the Jerrys. You come up with these names, with these, with these kind of, cartoons you present the other side as subhuman because it's easier to kill the other side that's what it is it's easier for your guys your your soldiers to shoot and kill the other side if they actually don't see the other side as human which is why when you look at world war one and you have that brief ceasefire in, at christmas time 
very famous story where both sides stopped fighting and actually came together and celebrated Christmas in World War One. You see, the powers that be, they don't want that. They don't. So they're going to continue to say that conservatives are evil. The conservatives are radicals. They're terrorists. Because they're conditioning people. They're conditioning people for that. I mean, you look on social media, look on Twitter. I know people don't like Twitter, but look at leftist Twitter and look at the kind of stuff that they're talking about. How they're cheering people losing their jobs. They're cheering people losing their jobs because of vaccine mandates. People saying, oh, losing their jobs isn't enough. I mean, there are people who have had who have spent their entire career questioning different vaccines, have had peer-reviewed papers questioning the safety of vaccines, and YouTube just scrubbed all of them off the internet, banned them permanently. They're depersoning them. Where are we at? Zero to ten, with ten being time to do Patriot stuff. Where are we at? 888441. 1121 is our number. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean I I'm I'm solidly eight, eight and a half. <laughs> As I keep talking, it's going up because I'm stressing myself out. <laughs> I'm stressing myself out. I had started with like seven and a half, eight, and just talking for 20, 25 minutes has already got me up to an eight and a half. By the end of this, I'm gonna have my body armor on. <laughs> So I want to know, call in 888-441-1121. If you want to stay anonymous, that's fine. Um, 888-441-1121. Got to remind everyone that this podcast is sponsored by MyPillow. MyPillow, Mike Lindell's company, obviously. Great company, great man. They proudly support us. We proudly support them. So if you use promo code CD21, you're going to get up to 66% off your order. CD21 will get you up to 66% off your order. And Mr. Producer, if we can play that ad, let's go ahead and play the video now. Do we still Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. CD21, CD21 gets you up to 66% off at MyPillow. Different products have different percentages off. Yeah, go ahead, head over there, support Mike Lindell, support MyPillow. And yes, we do get a small percentage when you use promo code CD21. It does help us grow and expand the organization. I mean, we have this podcast. I know um, we want to we have more podcasts. We want to turn this into a podcast network. And I know we're going to have a studio in in. Colorado, we're gonna have a studio here in Texas. Um, but have multiple shows where obviously this will still remain a show. Maybe it's the flagship, whatever you want to call it, but have shows where where people are able to talk, whether it's once a day or just once a week, have a show where they we talk about specific issues, right? And expand this because we we gotta reach more people. We gotta reach more people. And and the way to do that is to expand the different types of content, right? I will never be able to truly explain what the black experience in America is like. I'm never going to be able to explain what the Hispanic experience is like. Not the way the Democrats say it, where it's like, oh, you're all victims, the way it really is. So we're going to need to bring on new and not diverse just in like in 
in ethnicity or race, but in viewpoints, all conservative, but diverse in viewpoints, diverse in opinions to grow this out. So if you want to help us, please do consider donating. Please do consider um, joining the Facts Blast campaigns. And also, if you want to use our promo code, that can help as well. So <laughs> where are you at? Zero to 10. 888-441-1121 is the number. If we put up my screen, this just out today, Gavin Newsom now requiring that all K through 12 students get vaccinated against COVID-19. K through 12, first in the nation, all kids. Not even approved for that. It's not even approved for kindergartners. I mean, they're forcing you to do something that isn't even approved yet. They haven't even gotten full approval. I don't even think they've gotten, um, I don't even think that they've gotten uh, emergency use authorization for five-year-olds. That's terrifying. Disgusting. And in, in case, in case your blood pressure isn't high enough, Supreme Court just let New York's school vaccine mandate stay in place. Sotomayor decided not to bring it to the entire Supreme Court. So one of the ways you can get the Supreme Court to rule on something and to try and jump the line, usually you have to lose at district, lose at the appellate level, and then bring it to the Supreme Court. Sometimes you can petition the Supreme Court and say, hey, this is important. We're not, we're, we're not getting a fair shake. And if you don't step in, we're going to be irreparably harmed. Usually that is when the Supreme Court would step in. And an issue like this, you're going to be irreparably harmed. If you are forced to get vaccinated, right, even if a court six months down the line says, you know what, that was unconstitutional, you violated their, their rights, you can't unskin that cat. You can't suck the vaccine out of your arm. It's in you. It's done. So it's it truly is irreparable harm. It's one thing to say, I think that the government has the right to do this, right? It's an entirely different thing to say, I am so confident I'm going to allow this to go into place, even though it would cause irreparable harm. But New York, New York's going to, they're going to let the New York one stay in place. Tell you, California, New York, the rest of the country is going to go with it. Maybe not in red states and places like Florida, they're protected, which is great. But you're going to see enormous pressure, even in places like like Texas. You're going to see enormous pressure in Austin for vaccine mandates. In Houston, enormous, enormous pressure. We go ahead and take down my screen. We do have a caller. Kevin wants to chime in about where we're at and this pressure that seems to be coming in from the outside to kind of encourage conservatives to pop off. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, man? Pretty good. Happy Friday. Can you hear me? Yes, hey, we can thanks. Uh, okay, great. Yeah, so, you know, I was just listening to your, your last segment there, and, you know, I agree completely with the thought that you had that it seems as though this campaign of insanity is intentionally pushing people towards the brink of, you know, what they would label as extremism. Um, yeah. And it's really frustrating because it's the most sane and reasonable people who are like, hey, this this isn't right. Um, yeah. You know, so the, nope, the term right. that you use, the, you know, the term that you use basically stating, you know, the idea of someone reasonably minded to get to the point where, like, I can't do this anymore. You shut down my business. I got a job at a, you know, corporate company, and now I'm being forced out of that, too, you know add on you know whatever other pressures they're dealing with yeah at some point someone's not going to have any options left other than doing something stupid and violent and that yeah. may seem to be the only reasonable right thing left that they have to consider yeah and, and so my and thought is frankly i'm surprised it hasn't happened yet i'm glad it hasn't happened yet but i am a little surprised i feel the, keep going. sorry well i feel the exact same way and my question is and my, my thought is it's not likely, in my estimation, that that's actually the case. My thought is it's already happening, but it's not being reported. No one's hearing about it because it's immediately being brushed aside. The, lo the same local police departments that are enforcing all of this nonsense, mm -hmm. that happens. People are getting ushered off into jail somewhere, and no one's ever hearing about it. Oh, so you think that they're giving it like the Australia treatment where they're stopping 
They're stopping the helicopters from flying over the protest so they can't air footage. You think that people are being caught planning things and they're just kind of just being kept under the rug? I think it's very likely. It's it's yeah. tough to imagine. You know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty, pretty reasonable person, you know, like I, re- I read my Bible and I pray and like I feel like my my main responsibility in life is to represent the kingdom of heaven well, right? To be mm-hmm. a solid, good Christian. But man, like at some point there comes a line where it's like, if you break into my house, like I will resort to violence. And yeah. I feel like there's a certain line at which resorting to violence is, no, it's not what we should do. But at some point, it's the only remaining available option. Well, you look at you look at Timothy McVeigh, Timothy McVeigh, the man behind the Oklahoma City bombing. He killed 168 people, 19 children. The reason that he bombed that federal building in Oklahoma City was he was so pissed off over the Waco siege. He wasn't in yeah. Waco. He was just really pissed off about Waco. Watching it on TV, mm-hmm. he said, this is unacceptable. I'm going to go yeah. do something crazy. He was also really pissed yeah. about Ruby Ridge, right? So this is someone who wasn't mm-hmm. even there, just watching this on TV. And he snapped yeah. to the point where he killed 168 people. Right. I think that you're probably right. Because if someone, if there are people out there that can do that kind of violence without even being personally affected, I, th- I think you're right. I think that there probably are a good number of people who who have been caught already. I mean, you never hear about yeah. the terrorist attacks that they foil. Sometimes you do, but um, mm-hmm. no, it's yeah. you look at Timothy McVeigh. You look at other other domestic terrorists like that. The bar right. that it took for them to reach that level of anger, we've we pa- we passed that last year. Yeah, easily yeah. we left it in our dust. Yeah, yeah. and it, I think that you know. There's a there's a certain responsibility that each of us has to to you know not do something stupid that's going to add even more pressure onto our family yeah. and friends and the people that we're you know most intending to protect in this whole situation. Like okay, well, doing something stupid and violent that puts you in the court system is not going to help, right? Yeah. But man, it, it I, I can't you know I'm not fortunately I haven't lost my job you know but I know people who have you know. I haven't had to shut down a business, but they're out there, you know, and like, yeah, I, it, it's tough to know what to do. Right. Because like I live in a blue state, so it's like, I can write all the letters I want, but it, it's not going anywhere. And, you know, if, if, if you really, really think that the election integrity stuff is as bad as it seemed to be, it's almost like, well, your vote may not even matter as much yeah. as you would like for it to so it's like, well, what else is there to do? You know, like, where, yeah. and where that's do you go what's so terrifying about all of it. That's what's so terrifying about all of it. Like, the first impression is to say, oh, let's just vote him out. Then I go, wait a minute. <laughs> the, the, it, it's like, it's like that old TV show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, everything's made up and the votes don't matter. Right. I mean, right. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's hard because you say, okay, we'll vote these bastards out. Like, oh, no, the bastards own the voting machines. So yeah, no, right. It's... Okay, so that's so that's not working. So then it's you know we'll show up at your local school board, and you know voice your opinion there. So, okay, well I've done that. I remember you know we've going had, we've through had an assault. We've had good successes lessons. there though. Right, we've exactly. Had good you go in there. and you say your thing, and they 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 give people their two minutes to say their piece, and then they do what they're going to do anyway. They're going to they're going to ban the assault weapon if yeah. they choose to ban the assault weapon. They're going to teach critical race theory if. You know, their overlords tell them that they need to teach critical race theory. Like, they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is one of those situations where I don't have a solution. If I had a solution, I'd be a very, very rich man. Um, yeah, right. It's just, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's kind of in a paradox. We're kind of in a little bit of a paradox here. Um, what do mm-hmm. we do? And, and yeah. I mean, we have, we've called for things quite simply as, hey, let's, how about we just have paper ballots? How about we? How about we have like a like a, a paper ballot receipt so we can actually prove who voted how? Like, oh, you're you're one of those crazy conspiracy theorists. Like, no, we just want paper ballots. Like, can't we just do that? And yeah. And then, I mean, you see what happened in January sixth. There are people who were thrown in jail 
because they walked into the Capitol to use the bathroom. Yeah, and they're <laughs> still there. That's not insurrection. In, in, they're, they're, they're still there in jail, in yes. solitary confinement, not getting a yes. trial. That's not, in, that's not insurrection. It's indigestion. You don't throw someone in yeah. jail for the better part of a year because they had to use the bathroom. And to see yeah. that that's how they go after that. I mean, there are people who were just walking through walking through taking pictures they're now being charged with real crimes and when you look at our history when you look at all the times our history when people actually started popping off you look at like shay's rebellion where there's this massive massive rebellion i believe is western pennsylvania uh, western western pennsylvania was that western uh massachusetts massachusetts they actually started firing at soldiers firing at u.s soldiers and those people behind mm-hmm. those rebellions were were sentenced to die. They were sentenced to die. And you know what the mm-hmm. government said? You know, you know what George Washington and everyone in government said? You know what? We're never going to be a country if we start putting people to death over something like this. And they pardoned them. Yeah. So how is it that you could pardon someone who literally killed a U.S. soldier in an actual attempted revolution, but the person who took a dump inside the Capitol on January 6th is now facing felony charges yeah they're doing this on purpose well, they're still, trying to break our spirit yeah well we're, we're so far gone from what that nation was yeah we are we are it, it's a it, shame well that I, you talking about... sorry go ahead no i was gonna say you you talking about shay's rebellion makes me also think about the boston massacre you know, I was just yeah. in Boston not too long ago and was, you know, I stood there on the street corner where they have a little, you know, memorial, if you will, to the to that event. Um, and that was, you know, just that burning frustration that the people there of Boston were having with the, you know, the British yeah. military that was stationed there in Boston. And they just they lost it, you know, and they it, the shots fired and shots fired in each direction. And you had multiple deaths and injuries and. You know, that, that ends up being like a pretty striking moment in, in our history. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we're approaching something like that, something like a, a Boston massacre where, you know, the, the you know, if it's inconceivable. It's not going to remain inconceivable for too long before people or someone's yeah. going to do something dangerous and, and violent. And it's, it sucks because we, we shouldn't have to. You know, we should just be able to do, you know, well, let's just do some paper ballot, some paper ballots and let's vote these people out. But it's like the logical common sense solutions, you know, they don't work when you're dealing with a gang, you know. Yeah, when you're, when you're yeah you're very right. People who are fully intent on just using power. Well, your, you know, reasonable solutions. Yeah. You're not going to have a PTA meeting with the, the bloods and the crypts. You're going to, you know, you got to deal with that. Um, and it seems as though it, it's moving in that direction and that's frightening, but I think it, really it is, is what it is at some point. Yeah, you're right. Well, well, Kevin, I appreciate the call. Thank you for calling in and, and have yeah. a great re- weekend. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Appreciate the, the, the work you're doing. Thank you. Keep it up. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Again, our number, 888-441-1121. He mentioned the Boston Massacre. Now, we all are taught at least one person who died in the Boston Massacre. Crispus Attucks. He was actually a black slave. Um, <laughs> he was a... Uh, well, uh, some people say he wasn't a slave. He was a black man. And very uncommon for a black man in Massachusetts to be shot and killed by British soldiers. Um, Crispus Crispus Attucks was one of them. I'll read the other names. I don't have these memorized. Samuel Gray, he was a rope maker, died on the spot. James Caldwell, um, he was he was 17 years old when he was shot and killed. Uh, Samuel Maverick, 17 years of age, mortally wounded, died the next morning. Patrick Carr, he was a leather worker, an Irish immigrant. He died two weeks later. And Christopher Monk. He should be, but usually they don't include him. He died six. He he died shortly afterwards. No, it's uh. No, no, none of us want to be the Christmas addicts. 
none of us want to be there. It, it's almost like, I mean, I feel like, how can I explain this without pissing people off? There are people who are obviously very into the idea of um, being able to pop off, right? There, there's a segment of the population who's like, oh, let's go get some. And they kind of remind me of the segment of Judaism, <laughs> the, of Zionism, that is so eager for, for the second coming, right? Or for the Messiah, their, their first Messiah that they actively want to force upon us <laughs> the Messiah. You know what I mean? Like they, they want to force upon us end times because then the Messiah would come. It, it seems almost like that. And obviously not all Jews think that, not all Zionists think that, though the media and the left do sometimes portray them that way. If It feels a little bit like that where you say, yeah, you know what? We're getting there. And it's not going to be good when we get there. And on the one hand, you got people on, on one side encouraging you to do it, right? And probably half of them are plants by the FBI saying, hey, let's, let's do it. Hey, let's, let's, let's go kill people, right? They're the crazies. And on the other side, the opponents, the Democrats, are doing everything they can to force you into that position, to take everything from you. And we're just sitting here, and, and conservatives... Ultimately, we just want to be left alone. Like, honestly, if you left me alone and you, and, you, and you locked down the border, but that's part of leaving me alone, right? Leaving me alone and letting me be safe means, I, mean, I live in Texas, it means securing the border. But it, if, if the government didn't sanction the murder of innocent babies in the womb and just left us all alone, I'd be happy. I'd be happy with that. I'm not, we're conservatives, we're not like the liberals who are trying to force our beliefs upon you, trying to force you to get vaccinated or to believe a certain thing, right? We're not about that. If you want to be ignorant, be ignorant, right? But you don't get to be a policymaker. No, 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 no. But <laughs> the left is taking the one, I mean, this is where it gets really weird. They are going after a group of people, conservatives, who just want to be left alone, but also are the most heavily armed voting bloc in world history. Conservatives in this country own more guns than any other military. I mean, that, that's crazy. That's how crazy we're talking. Like, not crazy, like conservatives are crazy, but just the, the totality, the number. They're trying to force people who really just want to be left alone into actually fighting and the other thing is the other side they're no they're no fighters they're not fighters and this is where it gets stupid like you start talking with antifa idiots antifa thugs they they can't throw a punch right have you ever seen antifa i mean look at how skinny their arms are i mean they're no boxers they're no fighters they don't own weapons. I mean, some of them do, obviously, because we had some shootings. But to have, like, the wimpiest among us on the left, the, <laughs> the, the faux anarchists, say, oh, we're going to fight the most heavily armed voting bloc <laughs> in world history. And they're actually egging it on. They're actually egging it on. They want it to happen. I mean, what, what does the left think happens? If every conservative in this in these United States actually believes, actually believes that they have nothing left to lose. Do you want to, I mean, we've done a podcast about this in the past, back when we were only doing audio. We have talked about what civil war would look like. Not saying we want to go there, but let's talk about what it would actually look like. It wouldn't go well for for the left. No way. I mean. The only thing they got is what Eric Swalwell said. Oh, we have the nuclear weapons. Or what Joe Biden said. We have the F-15s. That's what they would be forced to do. Bombing civilian centers. They're not joking. They're not joking. Leftists are not going to go gather en masse. Like, if they, they call for the militia, there are very few leftists to show up. 
right? Militia service, you're expected to bring a weapon of your own that you are competent in, in its use and trained in its use. Your own private weapon. No, no left. I mean, some do, sure. But not a whole lot of leftists are going to be able to show up to militia, to, to the militia to fight back, should the militia ever actually be mobilized. No, it's just, it's just so dumb. And when you realize the stakes, you realize the consequences, you realize what you're talking about, there's no going back from civil war. There isn't. I mean, <laughs> I'm surprised that the United States has gone this long since our last one, since the 1860s. Frankly, I'm shocked. I am shocked that we have not had a second civil war already. And I'm not even talking like right now. I'm, so, I'm shocked we didn't have it in the past. But we are more divided as a nation now than at any point since the Civil War. That's a factual statement. You look at the actual political polling. We are more divided now than at any other point since the Civil War. And we are almost as divided politically as we were in the immediate lead up to the Civil War. You have Joe Biden literally trying to drive wedges into the country by saying the unvaccinated are the enemy, that the unvaccinated are the reason people are dying. That's Republicans, Republicans. You have to pass his budget. Otherwise, the Republican terrorists win. That's what he's telling people on Capitol Hill. It just, it feels like there's no one standing up and, and just saying, how about we don't have a civil war? Both both sides seem to be driving towards it. <laughs> I know one day it's going to happen. And it's not going to be pretty. It is not going to be pretty. It's not, I mean, no, it's, I don't even, I don't even, <laughs> I'm so depressed over it. Like, I'm, oh yeah, I'm stressed out. You say, where am I at? I'm at eight, eight and a half. But I'm also borderline depressed over it because we know how to fix this. The way that you don't have people pop off because they still think elections are stolen is you make sure that there's no room to believe elections are stolen. Both parties should want that. Both parties should want elections to have integrity, basic integrity, so that there's no question that the results are accurate. You look at the UK, I've mentioned this on the show before, when they have a nationwide election and they have the towns and the villages on remote islands off the coast, they literally lock the ballots in a box, they put it on a boat and they bring it to the mainland and then they count them. And you can see everyone counting it. And you know, you know that there's no funny business because they you can literally watch all the counting. Well, you can't have that with an electronic voting machine. You can't have that with an algorithm. The fact that it's possible to weight votes, it's possible to assign one candidate so every time someone votes for them, it's actually 0.5 votes. It's possible. The fact that it's possible to do that, can't do it. Can't have it. But all of the people who are saying, hey, how about we just have elections that have integrity so no one questions it. The Democrats are treating you like you're some crazy person, like you're some radical. It's depressing. It is depressing because it feels like it feels like we're 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 going towards it, and there's no way to get off the off the track. And listen, if we get there and it, and it, we have to, fine, right? I don't think there's any among us who wouldn't be willing to lay down their life for their family, for their country, right? We, we'd all be willing to make the sacrifice, but none of us want to do it. None of us want to be the Crispus addicts relegated to history textbooks that kids learn about. No one wants that sacrifice. Like we don't want to be the William Wallace who we learned on the podcast the other day before they drawed and cornered him. They cut off his genitals and shoved it in his mouth while he was still alive. None of us want to be that. No, we don't want that. But we are being driven towards that point of no return. Republicans aren't fighting. Name a Republican who has actually fought to defend people who are losing their jobs right now because of the vaccine mandate. Show me a Republican 
who is demanding, who is actually blocking everything, right? Remember, remember when Trump was in office, Democrats, the minute a Democrat was pissed off about something, said, oh, that's it. None of your nominees get to get to have a vote. And they did that. Like, oh, I don't like that this policy is going on in the military. No Pentagon official gets a vote. The media cheered. Where are the Republicans? Where are the Republicans standing and defending people who are losing their job right now because they don't want to get vaccinated? They're not there. Where are the Republicans in office? And I'm not talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene or or the actual like true conservatives. I'm talking about like the good old boy Republicans. Where are they on election integrity? Where are they on the border? You know, Lindsey Graham sent a letter to Joe Biden, a freaking letter. And he said, please, Mr. Joe Biden, close the border. There's 120,000 Haitians coming and we can't just let them all in. Please close the border. That was Lindsey Graham. Sternly worded letter. But no, we're getting it from all sides. We're getting it from all sides. We have Rick on the phone. Rick was was on earlier, but he his call dropped. So we welcome him on now. Rick, welcome to the show. Hey, Max, how you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? I'm fair to Midland. Hey, on your scale, dude, I bounce between 10 and 11. (laughs) I mean, I'm not crazy. I'm not armed and dangerous. I'm not there yet. But I'm of the opinion that On my scale, 10 is you're already in the streets. So maybe you're a 9.9. My whole mentality is if you're not jacked up and ready, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it's, it's like watching Joe on yesterday when he just immediately flips that switch and you know, he's, he's serious about getting out in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so you're Everybody playing by spinal to tap. Maintain you're you're that playing level. by spinal tap rules. You're, you're, you're taking the amplifier up to 11. It's hard not to, man. I mean, I'm a vet. I, I did my four years and got an honorable discharge, and it meant something when I took that oath. And these idiots in Washington take the same damn oath I did, and they step on it, and they destroy it, and they crush it. And, I mean, the last time we talked, I called this the demoralization administration, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're yeah. trying everything they can to just grind our will to fight down to where we're ready to just be the frog boiled in the pot. I'm t- I'm saying we all need to be ready to jump out of the pot when they turn the gas up. Yeah, because they're going like to. That's it's what they coming. think. That's what they think, and I I think they underestimate how many people. Like, sure, th- there's there's certain like certain dogs where if you actually put them in a corner, they'll cower, they'll put their head down, and they'll like, and they'll like just submit, right? But there's also dogs where you back them into a corner and they'll rip your your jugular out of your neck, right? I think they're underestimating how many people will pop off when they truly feel they have nothing left to lose. I think they're underestimating that. I think that's going to be a, well, listen, that's a mistake you only get to make once. Well, the insanity with this shot mentality on the supposed vaccines, that's completely insane. They, they've used the FDA as an excuse to mandate something, but the FDA approved a medication that's not even being manufactured much less distributed at this point yeah. in time and it probably never will be because that as soon as they come out with an approved medication they have to quit with the other EUAs yeah and then they lose yeah. all the money that the government's giving them on forced vaccines it's all bullshit yeah. you know hell is the absence of sanity and that's where we're at they're, everything they're doing is just to destroy anything that makes sense to a logical human being you know if they can convince yeah. you that a man is a woman and a woman is a man that can convince you of anything and i'm sorry but until you can change the xy chromosome you're never going to be what you yeah. were not born as there's no such thing as a birthing man <laughs> as a pregnant man amen amen no no it, it's yeah no it, it's it's a stupidity it's a stupidity that is just so obvious. But when you talk to a leftist, that is their creed. I mean, to them, it is like a religion. Leftism, wokeism is like a religion. They they can't they can't tell you how many genders there are, but they say, oh no, it's it's fluid. It's all around us, right? It's how someone would describe God, right? Oh, we know God is there. We can't quantify it. He's all around us. That's how they talk about 
about transgenderism, right? Or about different sexual preferences. Like, oh, we can't really put a number on it, but it's it's amorphous. It's kind of a spectrum. It it's their religion. And, and listen, some yeah, of the, some of the craziest that's... thing, some of the craziest things have been done by people who are religious zealots, and that's that's what leftism is. They're religious zealots. Just they don't have God. They have leftism. They have wokeism. All that. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Well, it's it's they've fallen in love with their own human psyche. They think they have the power to be anything they want to in their minds. I mean, and yeah. you're right. It is like a religious cult. I just wish they'd take the James Jones or the Jim Jones ticket out. Yeah, yeah. And the whole place <laughs> would settle down considerably. Yeah. Well, listen, if that's what we're talking about, I'll I'll buy a couple cases of Kool-Aid. <laughs> that's on the table <laughs> for some of these people. I'll mix the Kool-Aid myself for some of them. No, amen, uh, brother. Amen. Yeah, amen. Well, well, Rick, I, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much for calling in. And hey, have a great one weekend. thing before you let me go. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. The the super moms. We need to start getting them. And they're doing they're the ones doing the local canvassings all around the mm-hmm. country. I don't know if what you guys can do to get some of them on, but the girl that talked before um the guy in Pennsylvania, what's his name? The big biker dude. It, the Wendy um Rogers. Wendy Rogers, yeah, yeah. She's uh she's a, a state when, legislator. When she did the, the right, when she did the audit thing in Pennsylvania. The woman that spoke right before um, the guy running for house in yeah oh damn, yeah, yeah I, 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 know, I know anyway I know, she's I know, one of the super mean. moms. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. we can do to make their what they're doing with this canvas more popular and to get some uh, people behind them would be fucking wonderful. Excuse my yeah, page. it's okay, Mr. Producer. Mark the time so we can make sure we go back. It's okay. Yes, we sir. get fired up. <laughs> we get fired up. Just we have to edit it out. All right, Max. Um, I appreciate your time. Thanks for taking my call. No problem, Kevin. Have a great week. Oh, sorry, Rick. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> that was Rick. Thank you, Rick. Um, Kevin was on before him. Had a little woohoo, little Joe Biden moment for a second. <laughs> Forgetting people's names. No, it's uh listen. I don't want to get all depressing, and I've realized that you all are giving me lemons every time I take a sip of my beer. So I, I guess I, I, oh. I guess I'll just finish it. <laughs> Let the lemons flow. No, um, I I understand what what Rick what what Rick is saying, and that they they want to back us into that corner, and they think we're going to submit. I don't. That's I I haven't met a whole lot of conservatives who are going to sub- submit. But at the same time, at the same time, these are the same conservatives, and I'm, I'm not I'm not dissing anyone who says they're out of ten, right? I'm not dissing anyone who says they're out of ten. But lots of people say that they're out of ten, and no one is out marching. You know what I mean? So there's also an argument to be made that maybe we already have submitted. Maybe we should have been fighting back the minute they said you're not allowed to open up the doors of your business and you you have to go to bed hungry because we're, we're not going to allow you to put food on the table. Like, I'm surprised it didn't happen over that. And that is how tyranny, that is how despotism does spread, right? It's, it's not all at once. It is incremental. Talk about that frog in the boiling water. The frog doesn't realize, the frog doesn't realize he's about to die until it's too late. Maybe we're in the same position. I, I, I'd argue that we are. The difference is, unlike the frog, we have agency. We have the ability to fight back. We are not like a frog in boiling water. We have the ability to take things into our own hands. I just pray, and I, and I hope everyone's praying for the same, that it doesn't come to what we all feel it will. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version. Um, a little bit less structured today. Thought Joe was going to be on, but he is unavailable. Um, but if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, 
all great places. But if you can do it on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review so we can climb up in those rankings. I think we're at 60 in the country right now. And yes, technically, I believe we did cross into the top 500 podcasts worldwide. Hard to quantify, but we've passed a couple people on the Apple Podcast charts that are in those top 500. So I think we've reached that. Wouldn't be possible without you guys. So thank you. We had our best month ever in audio downloads in um, September. And here's to hoping that August is even better. Um, so yeah, check out all the links in our description. Sub subscribe. If you haven't already, text the word FREEDOM to 89517. You'll get a text alerts. There's also a link in the description for our email newsletter. Very, very important to sign up for that as well. Just check out all the links and go to the store. Brand new store, store.conservative-daily.com. Check out the t-shirts. Check out the hoodies. We got, we got tank tops. We got mugs, cups, stickers. Check it all out. More will be coming up shortly. So you want to make sure you go back there regularly. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, the fight to take back the country isn't over, and it seems like it might be close, but it isn't. But the only way we win is if we all stab and fight together. Have a great weekend.